Hey everyone, this is Ariel. Welcome back to Becoming a PA, Physician Assistant, the podcast. We are much overdue for another episode. So today I'm going to talk to you all about my experience on my family medicine rotation, giving you some tips how to best prepare for your family med rotation, which is one that we all will do. Uh, Letting you know about my personal experience on my rotation, what I thought about it, what I learned, what I liked, what I didn't like, as well as some exciting news for the future. So stay tuned, you don't want to miss it all. Alrighty guys, so of course today is all about family medicine. That would be my sixth rotation as a clinical year PA student and let's get into it all right so thankfully my rotation was in my city where I'm at however it was on the opposite side of the city my city is very large geographically so it took me about 45 minutes every day to get from the edge of town where I live on being the east or the northeast all the way to the northwest side where the clinic was located at so and also that was not my favorite part of town so i'll be honest with you wasn't super excited for this rotation just off of that fact alone Uh, that side of town is where i got into a rollover accident when i was 20 almost died so of course a lot of negative emotions correlated with that side of town i usually try to avoid that side of town just to not bring up my PTSD or anything like that. However, didn't have a choice this time. And funny story, it was actually the same exit where I had my car accident is the same exit I had to take every day to go to the clinic. So yeah, that's what kind of mindset I was in. I always had to prep myself every day just off of that fact alone. That being said, The schedule for my family med rotation was Monday through Friday. I had to be there about 8 o'clock every day. There were a few times where we started at 7.40. So that being said, I had to leave very, very early in order to get there on time, drop off my daughter first. Her school opens at 7 o'clock, so get her there right on the dot, and then truck it over to the other side of town to make it there in time with 45 minutes or so, depending on traffic commute. It was nice. I did have time to listen to my favorite podcasts in the morning or get some songs to get me in a good mindset, do some meditation on the way. And that was a positive about it. The other good thing was that on Thursdays, those are my favorite days because it was our late day. We started a little bit later. I want to say 830. I don't even remember at this point. It's a couple months now since I've had my family med rotation. I've been slacking a little on getting the podcast episodes out on time because I've been preoccupied with life and just trying to be in the moment, not as present on social media as well, but working on that again and just focusing on my rotations, of course. So a lot of future episodes to come in regards to my following rotations. However, like I said, on Thursdays, we got a little bit of a later start. We did end a little later, but to me, I didn't mind because it allowed me time to not rush in the morning, 
to go to the drive-thru, get a nice breakfast to get me in a positive mood, get some coffee from Starbucks, etc., and to just get there early and kind of collect myself before going in for the day. And additionally, the Thursday location was a little bit closer to me, so only a 20-something, maybe 30 tops minute drive versus 45 to 50. That was definitely a positive. And also it was a much smaller clinic location, so I liked that close-knit feeling. I wasn't overwhelmed by all of the staff and the patients and the hustle and bustle of the bigger clinic that we were at the other days. And just a nice little... uh, part of my week. I definitely always looked forward to the Thursdays at the smaller clinic location. That being said, my preceptor was, so sometimes we have nurse practitioners, sometimes PAs, and sometimes physicians, so MD or DO as our preceptors in PA school. I've had a mixture of all the three so far, and each of them have been a little different. Each of them come with their own pros and cons, of course. This time I did have an MD. She was a physician who graduated from my school, the medical school that my that is affiliated with my school. I believe she had over 15 years of experience, so a very seasoned medical provider. And alongside her, we worked with her own MA. And then she had a scribe as well, who basically was like an MA slash scribe, in my opinion. She did a lot of things, very knowledgeable person. She actually was, I think, a little bit younger than me and was applying to PA school this year. So that was really exciting to see a potential future PA. And the MA was really great, too. Honestly, two of my favorite parts were working with them because they were closer in my age than my preceptor was, of course. And so I felt more comfortable with them and almost built a friendship with them. We had some funny times laughing together. That was definitely a highlight of this rotation, I would say. Some other pros about this rotation is that we did get free meals. Now, as you know, Drug reps oftentimes will spoil uh, clinics, medical providers with free meals in return for us listening to their spiel on whichever medication they are promoting. So at this location, it was almost to an extreme, but I'm a big foodie, so I loved it. We would always have, I think every single day of my rotation, except for one day, we had breakfast, lunch, and sometimes even a snack as well. All free, all completely provided by different drug reps, which was incredible. I never had to buy lunch or take my lunch, so I saved a lot of money, as well as the meals were really good. They would bring us Red Robin burgers or salada, which is like a salad and wrap place, Chick-fil-A, smoothies, you name it we probably had it and it was delicious absolutely delicious that being said i don't know how the people who work there indefinitely do it because i swear i would have gained 20 pounds or something if i worked there full time thankfully i was only there for the month so it was okay (laughs) but that was definitely a nice perk of this rotation Another cool thing was that I got to do my first pap smear on a real-life patient. Of course, I had practiced on simulated 
mannequins before and even on a real person however it was a paid patient so someone that we pay or my, that my school pays rather to come in let us perform the pap smear on them and all of that the gynecological exam now this was a little nerve-wracking that it was a real patient you know they're not paid to be there they <laughs> you know they could tell me who knows how they would respond thankfully this patient was really kind and it went very smoothly. My preceptor, of course, was observing the whole thing in case anything went wrong, but it went smoothly and it was just exciting, a nice step to my education, feeling like I'm becoming slowly but surely more proficient in the procedural aspects and that part of medicine. So that was really exciting. Hopefully I can remember everything I learned because I do have my women's health rotation coming up this summer where I will be doing probably multiple pap smears on a daily basis, I would anticipate. That being said, out of the pros, those were the pros, the things I liked about this rotation. A lot of the patients that we saw, since it is family medicine, it was all ages, the entire lifespan. We saw a few pediatrics, infants even we saw geriatrics and everything in between the majority of the things that we would see on a typical basis we would see patients every 15 minutes uh, we did not have a designated lunch break so that was a little sad i would have to kind of scarf down my free food in between patients but aside from that we would see just routine follow-ups following up on their lab results, checking how everything's going, how they've been in the past three months, six months, etc. Following up on their chronic medical conditions, seeing a lot of diabetes, a lot of high blood pressure, high cholesterol, even some psych stuff, you know, anxiety, depression, insomnia. Of course, the pap smears, well woman exams, um, patients getting on birth control, whether that be oral contraceptives, and even got to see a Nexplanon implantation. So that was very, very interesting. A little scary. I, I've, I didn't do it myself, but I got to see my preceptor do it. Some acute care things like abscess, INDs, and cough, fall, dizziness, etc. Immunizations, the MA would do those uh, for the for the children or for patients who needed their immunizations, even well child visits, that was nice. I got to do a couple of those, which hopefully will help me when I'm on my pediatric rotation as well this summer. Now, some of the things that were not my favorite about this rotation, I'll be completely honest, of course. I didn't like, like I said, the long commute the long hours. I was a little spoiled from coming from my derm rotation before this, getting done by three every day, having every other Thursday off, having very quick visits, whereas family med, the visits were a lot longer. My preceptor really liked to go in depth with the page patients, which is great, right? But of course that meant we were always behind schedule. So even though our last patient would be at like 3.30, we wouldn't get done until about 5 p.m. or so, and that was not including charting or anything like that. So definitely not ideal in that extent. Uh, it was a little bit of tension sometimes being in an all-female staff. We had maybe like 30-something females, a lot of personalities, some with more attitude than others, so that was a little nerve-wracking at times, just kind of 
tiptoeing my way, not stepping on anyone's toes as a guest in this clinic. And of course, my body, even though I'm in my 20s, unfortunately, as a an ex-athlete, that being soccer and cheerleading, I do suffer sometimes from chronic lower back pain and now even a knee issue going on. Thankfully, I'm okay right now. I got some new shoes. So that would be one of my tips is for your surgical rotation, as well as any rotation like mine, like this one, where my preceptor doesn't believe in sitting. So therefore, I didn't get to sit either, unfortunately. So my body was in absolutely excruciating pain at the end of our shifts every day, having been on my feet literally from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., something that my body's not used to. My knees were aching. My back felt like someone was stabbing me. So did my knees. So did my feet. It was it was horrendous, honestly, if I'm being completely honest. I got some new shoes. Those being Hoka's, they're a little on the pricier range, upwards of almost $200, but they made a huge difference night and day. They have a ton of choices. I would definitely recommend those to anyone who might be like me suffering from chronic pain. They really, really made a difference. Of course, some days I still had pain because my body just wasn't accustomed or built for, you know, standing for such prolonged times, but it did make a difference to that. I wasn't in so much pain that it was hard to think. It was more so tolerable pain that I could handle. And then, of course, I did end up going to see my primary care provider, got some x-rays done. Like I said, found out some things are going on, got some pain meds prescribed to me and had those on hand for the really bad days. But that would probably be the worst part of this rotation, honestly. Unfortunately, this, I would have to say, was my least favorite rotation just because of all those things, those cons put together and... But it was still a really good learning experience overall. I'm always thankful for each rotation, try to see the positive out of it. But of course, you're going to like some rotations more than others, and that's okay. They're not all going to be your favorite. They're not all going to be amazing or the best or ideal. But you take what you can, and you learn from each one, and you take that with you to the next rotation, and you keep building and building from there. I have really found that... At each rotation, I gain a little bit of knowledge that sticks with me and it kind of compounds and adds to my next rotation. And it's really nice to kind of have that little bit of derm knowledge, that little bit of ortho knowledge, a little bit of psych knowledge are all helping me right now. I'm currently on my primary care rotation and it's amazing to see how that knowledge builds and intertwines with each other and makes you a better provider up until graduation and then of course there's always something to learn in medicine we're always practicing medicine right it is an art form it is something that you practice you never peak you never totally grasp everything and conquer medicine you're always practicing and building and learning and getting better each day one percent better each day and it compounds so in retrospect i'm really happy for that now that being said I will be having future episodes on the rotation that I had after family medicine, which was inpatient services. I was in our teaching hospital. That one was very unique. My first inpatient setting on a rotation. I actually really liked that rotation more than I thought I would, honestly. And then, of course, my current rotation is primary care. I'm really, really enjoying this one, thankfully. So happy on this rotation right now. 
I'll have a lot to speak on these two rotations for sure. And then this summer, I've gotten my schedule, so I'm going to be in women's health for my first rotation this summer. Looking forward to that, getting a little bit of experience in OB and more experience with pap smears and all of that. Uh, OB-GYN is something that I struggle with, at least in didactic. Despite being a woman, despite having had a child, you would think I would you know, be pretty good at this subject. <laughs> However, it's still very intimidating, very confusing at times to me at least. So I'm looking forward to gaining more knowledge and experience on that subject. A little bit scared for the EOR, but that's okay. <laughs> Thankfully right now I'm taking the family med EOR again. So I took the family med, of course, for my family med rotation. I took it for my elective rotation and I'm currently going to be taking it for my primary care rotation. So Thankfully, feeling pretty confident and not overwhelmed because it's my third time taking this exam. Of course, the questions are different each time, maybe a couple repeats, but it's pretty doable if you study the breadth of information. And like I said in previous podcast episodes, I use YouTube videos from a PA student. She's now graduated called Stephanie V. You can look her up. I really, really like that format if you're into listening to YouTube videos. That's very helpful. I also have Pants Prep Pearls. I also use Smarty Pants and Rosh Review questions. And then I make Quizlet cards off of the information that I don't really know very well from those or that I get wrong. And then just study those periodically each day. Any topics that I feel like I'm not fully grasping, I Google, I Google them or I search them on YouTube and watch videos about them. Either the free osmosis videos on YouTube or just other resources that pop up on YouTube. And it kind of helps to solidify that information or make it in a more understandable way for me. I found that very helpful as well. And after women's health this summer, I will be on my emergency med rotation at my the teaching hospital, University Hospital. I'm the most scared for that rotation, I'd say. Thankfully, it'll be during my second to last semester as a PA student and not like my first semester or something so I'll be hopefully a little bit more equipped to handle such a rotation. Having been an emergency room scribe for many years back in the day I already know going into it I don't see myself in emergency medicine. It's just not my personality style and for a multitude of reasons but I am excited to get that experience of course very very scared about it but i know it'll be okay in the end and i plan to prep a lot for that rotation because that's one of the hardest if not the hardest eors i've heard from other people and then after that i will have pediatrics so i'm excited for that one because i love children i think it will be fun it's so refreshing when i get to see a pediatric patient on any of my other rotations i had a few in derm a few in family med and a few on primary care. So I love the kiddos. I think they're a breath of fresh air really for the most part. And I definitely need more experience with the pediatric population. It's still a bit confusing to me despite having a six-year-old myself at home. So I at least have a little bit of knowledge from raising a child, but of course could always learn more. And thankfully I've heard that EOR is one of the easier ones. It's not too crazy. So I'm excited about that and everything that the summer has in store. Thankfully, I will have a three week 
break before the summer. So three weeks off in May, I plan on relaxing. I plan on studying a bit, getting ahead for my women's health EOR and maybe even just going on a local weekend vacation trip to one of the other cities in Texas or something. And then uh, after summer is over, the summer semester, we get a week off in August and then I will start my final semester as a PA student, which is so crazy to say. I graduate in about seven months in mid-December of this year. So wild. But I'm definitely looking forward to that. And each rotation is just going by faster and faster than the last. So I really feel like I'm starting to get my groove. My treatment plans are starting to get better. I'm starting to get, I'm definitely more confident talking to patients now, getting histories than I was my first semester. Now I'm just working on building my confidence with my treatment plans and differential diagnoses. I utilize on a daily basis Epocrates. If I heard they give it free for students, so give that a try. That's very, very helpful as well as up to date. Thankfully, our program allows us access included with our tuition, I believe. So I use up to date a lot. They have a ton of research on all of the conditions and treatment plans and dosing, etc. Now, that being said, I have some news. I will be doing a future giveaway when I reach 5,000 followers on Instagram. So if you're not following me, go ahead and give me a follow. That's at PA underscore Liera, PA underscore L-E-I-R-A. I'm very, very close to 5,000 followers. And when I do reach that special 5K, I'll be giving a giveaway with prizes, including Pants Prep Pearls. So the volume three, the newest edition, I will be giving away... some anatomy flashcards, the physician assistant guidebook that just came out recently by a couple PAs who who brought that out and just tons of cool things going on. So if you don't follow me on Instagram, go ahead and give me a follow or tell someone about it. Tell someone about the podcast, about my Instagram, and just to spread word in the PA community. Help me reach that 5,000 so that way I can give away these amazing, amazing gifts to you all sooner. And I, of course, always got your discounts if you're looking for your medical gear. I need to get me some new stuff. It's been a minute from Med by Live. Or if you're applying to PA school, one-stop shop at My PA Box. They've got all of the programs there, all of the requirements. They help you with your application to see where you would be a good fit. Just a ton of cool resources there, as well as the PA platform, another place for great resources for pre-PAs, as well as Picmonic. If you're looking for videos like me that help you study, help you remember and retain the information in a fun and easy way, that was a great utilization for me during didactic year. You can get discounts from 10 to 15% on all of those that I just mentioned using the code PA underscore L-E-I-R-A, PA underscore Liera, my first name backwards. As always, I hope that your day is going great wherever you are in your PA journey. I hope that you're doing amazing, you're taking it one day at a time, and that you are focusing on the positives, find those silver linings, believe in yourself, 
quiet the naysayers. They're always going to be there, but they're just projecting their fears onto you. It's okay to have those fears yourself, but fear is a green light. That means go. So, of course, if your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough. I'd be lying if I wasn't scared almost every day. But you know what? The key is to just show up anyways, and you'll be surprised how well things can go for you and how much you can do. So give it a shot, guys. I hope to hear from you all soon. Reach out to me on Instagram if you need anything at all. Always happy to help and try to get back to you on a decent time frame. And I'm going to go in later for my shift for primary care. All right, guys. Until next time. Bye.